you know how uh, literally everybody who listens to podcasts uh, also does podcasts? Yeah. Uh, well, a, f- a few of the people who listen to this podcast, uh-huh. who also have podcasts, have asked uh, if we want to do a trailer. And I thought we could uh, we could record for a little bit tonight. Okay. Try and work out maybe what we'd say in a trailer. Okay. And then I'll cut the trailer together. Yeah. Out of what we say. Oh, that's really clever. I like your thinking. Because I think, uh, thank you. I think uh, I've we've been vaguely talking about getting together and scripting one. I think vaguely, but then we we're not very good at that. Well, I'm certainly not very good at sitting down and doing that sort of thing. No. So. No, you're you're a much better improviser. You're like you're like the uh, like the Paul Merton of podcasts about depressed middle-aged men with children. <laughs> That felt so much like a microaggression. <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't feel like a good. Uh, feel like a good uh, uh, improviser, or a good presenter, or a good script scriptwriter performer. You're far better at that sort of thing than I am. Well, I have to say, I probably agree with you. <laughs> so anyway, uh, the, the, this show is uh, two grown men. We're two grown men, aren't we? Just about. Yes. And uh, we've been doing this show for... 18 years. 18 years. 18 years. I, I in fact, wasn't even uh, that grown when we started doing it. I wasn't even born when we started doing this. No. <laughs> Kids today. <laughs> it's a bit like the um, the rather embarrassing reworking of the um, four, uh, four Northerners sketch on Comic Relief on Friday. Oh, my goodness, it was Comic Relief on Friday. Mm. They would. They, do you wanna, sorry, go on. I was going to say, do you want to just tell me about that a little bit? Well, no, I only watched it so far because um, I watch it and I think that's good. People are giving money. I'm really pleased for them. And then I mm-hmm. sit there thinking, right, but what we're not talking about is is trying to affect real political change that would mean that people live equitable lives throughout the world. Um, but that that's a little harder than than maybe putting your hand in your pocket. Once a year, uh, it's weird how we sort of congratulate ourselves for putting little sticking plasters on things rather than wanting to change them. That's it, that's what that was like for me. It's interesting because I feel roughly the same way as you do at, at one level. Oh, and it's all it's all sorry, it's all mixed in a stew of patronising, um, paternalistic, imperial sort of attitudes towards people from uh, Africa. Yeah, I mean that's all that all that stuff that does bother me. Uh, but my my primary issue with comic relief is there's not a- actually that that much c- comedy. Do you know? Do you know, do you know what this year? Right, so I sat there. I don't normally watch it, but um, I, for some reason I feel slightly less cynical than I've felt in the past. Um, probably due to medication and um. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, the government have got to me. They're making me take the mind control pills. <laughs> <laughs> and and Lenny Henry actually did about fifteen minutes of stand up, which I thought, oh, that's good. Lenny Henry's standing on stage and being funny. That's it, nice. I haven't seen that since the eighties. 
He hasn't done actual stand-up in a really long time, has no, he? No, but he, he actually he was quite funny. I I quite enjoyed him. I like Lenny Henry. I saw um I saw while we were at your house actually I saw lots of people dancing to the limits of their endurance. Yeah, there's been a lot of dancing this year. Like, Which Nic- Nic- Nicola and Scarlett were rather obsessed by Dermot O'Leary's 24-hour dance-a-thon. Them and everyone on Twitter, apparently, everyone was. Mm. And this is the thing. I think that the, the some might some purists might think that the introduction of dancing uh, is mm. a little bit. It's not really um, in keeping with the comedy roots. It's not called. Uh, uh, it's not called dance relief. Or let's have a nice old knees up for Africa. No, it isn't called that. But I think what it's really showing is that um, I think those people are focusing on the wrong part of that. They're focusing on the dance element yeah. rather than the twenty-four hours element. And uh, and and what the what the whole dance-off thing really represents is us mm. finally acknowledging as a nation that we find uh, watching someone drive themselves and push themselves well beyond the point of rationality to the point where they are almost ready to die and in fact might die at any second if we just take our eyes off the screen for mm. long enough that that, uh, that that we're finally acknowledging that we find that sort of thing hilariously funny do you think do you think since the the, the increase in safety standards in modern formula 1 <laughs> people are now going to different extremes to watch programs where potentially one of the competitors may at any minute die yeah and is is that what the extreme challenges that we've seen with obviously eddie Izzard's ultra marathons um david williams swimming across the channel and so forth because no one dies in formula one anymore we need our celebrities to do it for charity um i'll tell you what i think you're onto something and it is not the future that films like the running man well, actually, uh, it, et al. promised me. No, no, I, I didn't think it'd be so glitzy. It was. No. It, it's, it's a lot less dystopian. It's the same future, but it's not quite as dystopian. It's 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 lovelier. It's nice to look at. It's more shiny. There's less barbed wire. Yeah, a lot less barbed wire. Lot a lot less smoke, and a lot less halogen spotlights. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, a lot more paternalistic, cosy. Uh, slightly chunky, but still in good shape. Uh, used to be comedians, now are light entertainers. I'll tell you what we're living in. Mm-hmm. We're living in an Alan Bennett dystopia. If he'd written The Running Man, this is what it would be like. Uh, it 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 feels it feels a lot like we're heading for a future where uh, we settle our disputes with a fatal version of it's a knockout, but only celebrities are allowed in. Well, to be fair, it's a knockout destroyed plenty of lives, didn't it? Unfortunately. Oh God. Yeah, I don't. I don't think this is. I think we. I, I think I've. I was interested in what you had to say about comic relief, and I've. As is my fatal flaw as a showrunner of any description, mm. I've forced us off topic. <laughs> That's fine. Because the aim, obviously, mm. is to do the ultimate episode, uh, but shorter. Yeah. And with some sound bites that mm. perfectly represent our show. And um, although I suppose U-Tree does 
perfectly represent our show, yeah. doesn't it? I tell you what I saw. Uh, I tell you what I saw at the weekend that surprised me. Mm-hmm. I watched uh, Casa de Mi Padre. And I don't know what that is. It's uh, Will... is it like Chacademus and Pliers? No, it's a film. Um, oh, okay. Uh, it's in Spanish, Mexican Spanish, starring Will Farrell. Oh, oh, I've heard about that. Yeah, and and it, it's it's obviously a, a a pastiche of Mexican westerns. Mm-hmm. So there's some very odd um, moments in it. Uh, Will Farrell um, uh, plays plays the the youngest son of a, a ranch owner whose eldest son is a drug baron, and they get mixed up in um, in a battle between him and and um, the 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 area's big drug baron. It's um, it, it's it's a very simple melodrama in that that respect. But I tell you, and I I, I enjoyed it, and I will tell you what I enjoyed about it is the joke is mm-hmm. Will Ferrell's in it, and he's speaking Spanish. And he's, That's the whole joke. And he speaks it for the whole for the whole movie, apart from a couple of lines at the end. And I tell you what I respect about it is its commitment to the gag. <laughs> Whatever else you think about the movie, and, and you can watch it and be your own judge. What really impressed me at the end of it, I thought to myself, "Fuck me, they really, they really stuck with that, didn't they?" It'd be very easy to have him break into English halfway through. They really, that was the gag, and they really ran with it. So it's, uh, yeah, really strange film. Do you know if I'd watched that? Is it not Mexi- Is it not Spanish language? Yeah, Spanish language. Yeah, with subtitles. As I understood it, that was just a Mexican film that he happened to be in, so he had to talk in Spanish. I didn't it's, realize that was the joke. It's also, it's also. I think it was funded um, in Mexico, but that—that's the gag, really. <laughs> is it's Will Ferrell speaking Spanish? If uh, if he tried to break into serious acting, I'm mm. sure he's done odd bits. Did, would you see any films that he was in? No, because has... he he plays everything so straight. His whole shtick is being straight faced when being ridiculous, like the um, the Blue Oyster Cult. Uh, sketch yeah. from Saturday Night Live, which is it, it. The only reason that's funny is the commitment he gives to that performance is what makes it funny. It's um, it's ridiculous. I I really like Wolfram. I think he's a, a really talented comic actor, just for his ability to commit to the gag. So is what you're getting at that 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 the reason we're good mm. is our commitment. Or I mean. What we're like eighty something episodes in, yeah. our commitment to the ongoing gag of not uh, of not getting to the point. <laughs> so, so actually, I do still want to know. Uh, I do still want to know what you've been uh, what you've been up to and mm. how Scarlet is and everything this week. Um, as long as, uh, as long as there isn't too much of it, obviously. No, no, I can I can keep it brief. Go for it. Do you, to, do you want me to tell you now what I did uh, this weekend? And nice weekend. Uh, Nicola yeah. didn't. She's got a chest infection, uh, which Cedar, saw her laid low at the weekend, which was unfortunate. Oh, yeah. But she said online. Yeah, she's she's on the men now. And she's. Um, I have to say, she doesn't tend to let these things knock her too much. She keeps going, grits her teeth through it. She's a very admirable human being. But um, I took Scarlett into town Saturday morning, so we, we got in about half nine, which is always nice to get a bit... Uh, Get there a bit early. Um, bought some chocolates for Nicola for Mother's Day, uh, and then I took her to the park. Took her to Starbucks. 
mm-hmm. and then took her home. It was um, it was lovely, really nice sort of one on one time with Scarlett. Very enjoyable. She's um, very amusing company, and I can recommend the Starbucks children's hot chocolate. She enjoyed it very much indeed. I uh, took Noren to town to buy Amy's uh, Mother's Day present on Saturday mm. as well. So um, you're, uh, but I had to make some pretext for why I wanted to take him into town because Amy wasn't ill. So, oh. um, so you lucked out there a little bit. Yeah. Um. To be fair, I think Nicola knew it was Mother's Day the next day. So, I mean, I think I actually said, "Well, we're going to go in and buy a Mother's Day present." I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah. I, Amy. <laughs> Amy kind of knew that's what was going on as well because she has no more mm. illusions about me. Yeah, at this it, point, it's not like Santa Claus. Do you know what I mean? It's like you yeah. don't need to pretend it's not happening. Obviously, if your husband and your child or children go into town the day before Mother's Day, what they're doing is they're buying your Mother's Day present. They're, One of the presents I wanted to buy was flowers. You buy them the day before. You can't, yeah. you know. They're grown women. They understand this cycle of obligation and pretend surprise that we're locked in. <laughs> they're grimming. They're what? Grimming. Grown women. Grimming. Grimming. Yeah. Two grown... Two grimming. Two grimming. <laughs> so what's that? So we... But then we'd be two gro- grumming. Grum. Grumming. Two grumming. <laughs> so, grimming and grumming. I, I think this is perfectly representative of what yeah. we are. So anyway, so I guess... Grimming are from Mars and grimming are from Venus. <laughs> so so we... we is, no, I can't get the giggles now. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I actually got an insight into. Um, I mean, there's loads of other stuff going on. There's house stuff that I don't, uh, haven't been talking about on the podcast, and I probably won't until that's all over because I'm worried that if I say what I really think of solicitors, uh, the whole thing will fall apart. And also, we are about to have a baby like at any minute. It's late again, uh, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Amy's convinced it's going to be late. Like, mm. uh, basically, isn't it already late? Yes, yeah. it was it was late as of last Tuesday. Yeah, so Amy's but, right. Yeah, yeah, but she was convinced right from the beginning that it would be. Right. But now, basically, we know that by next recording, mm-hmm. uh, we should definitely have a baby. Oh bloody hell! You haven't induced, are you? Well, I, it, it's within twelve days of it being late. They they induce it. So now yeah. um, I don't know a lot about these sort of things, but is there a plunger involved at any point during a procedure? <laughs> no, okay. they uh, they give the they give the woman drugs that flood her with all sorts of emotions, all of the hormones that yeah. her body, yeah, uh, and they they give her one bunch of well, yes, it's hormones, so basically emotions. Yeah. They inject they the inject lady with emotions. emotions. <laughs> and and uh, I'd that say that's what you on. see. You see these emo kids staggering around town. They've nicked they've nicked vials of emotion drugs. I think that's almost definitely what's yeah, going on they there. Them All in. these people with too many emotions. Yes, what's wrong with me? I accidentally sat down in a canteen <laughs> at work and there was a needle there full of emotions drugs and um, I got all the emotions in my ass. <laughs> well, of course, that's one of the things we talk about. Um, that we, I, I mean, I guess I guess we're still relatively true to our original premise, aren't we? <laughs> so so we're, we're, we're two grown men and initially we started this to uh, talk about well, being parents because we're both of an age. Well, it, that age, yeah, we are. That age being a, around forty. I'm actually forty. You are now, yeah, and I'm forty-one, which is my. I, I'm say I say around forty, but I mean over forty yeah. in my case. 
Um, and we both we both got very small children. I don't know. She's a, one of the tallest in her class. Oh, but I mean, she's still small compared to you. She's four. She was two, I think, wasn't she, when we started doing this? So yeah, yeah, yeah. She, well, she was about Noah's age when we started doing it. So, um, but I mean, primarily, it, it was really about uh, the fact that I have a really bad memory and I'm crap at writing diaries or journals or anything. And I kind of wanted to track. Uh, I wanted to track as much as possible what it was like being a dad with Noah. And I also wanted to do that with you because you're basically the best person in the world to podcast with. Oh. I mean, I'm not just saying that to blow smoke up your ass, James. It happens to be true. If if you do blow smoke up my ass, a new poper appear. <laughs> Is that how it works? That's how it works. A new potpourri. Yes, right. A new pope potpourri. A new pope-pooey. New pope-pooey. I I started wanting to do this because I wanted to leave behind something that Scarlett could be really embarrassed by when she's old enough. Yes, that was the other thing, wasn't it? Yeah. It was early on, um, early on we talked a lot more about parenting. Yeah. uh, Because um, that, that was the thing that we thought we had the most to talk about the what actually it turns out is we do still talk about our children a lot because we love them dearly mm. uh james has scarlet and i have noah and they're awesome they are um but it, it turns out we also like talking about pop music of the 90s quite a lot and um on we on we is another thing we like yeah. to talk about uh we always talked a little bit about uh depression about being depressed. Yeah, you got to, uh, you got to witness me pretty much having a a, a full full mental breakdown on the uh, yeah. on the podcast, which must be nice to follow. James has gone nicely full blown, so now I can yeah. stick mental health in uh, in mm-hmm. the tags whenever I put episodes anywhere. Now includes which, um, extra loony, which um, is I I don't think that's. Well, I suppose you can say yeah. it, but I can't say it. Mm. It's uh, it's not a word that I can say to describe other people. You can say it, I mean, because you are one, so you can say what you like. I am a gibbering wreck, Nick. You, I mean, you've got a diagnosis, that's the only, I mean... That's what the doctor and, wrote down, gibbering and, loony. <laughs> and uh, and that's good, because it, it seems to be all the rage at the moment. Yeah, all the cool kids have got mental illnesses. We're almost ahead of the game with the whole uh, male mental health... Yeah as a thing to be genuinely concerned about. I mean, we've been telling people for ages it's a thing to co- to be concerned about. Mm. Well, when I say we've been telling people for ages it's a thing to be concerned about, what, what in my case that's meant is I've been saying, why won't you understand how messed up I am mm. to anyone who'll listen for about 40 years? No. No, I was quite well adjusted for the first, like, five or six years, so for about 35 years. Yeah. Um... So I guess I wasn't really that concerned about male mental health, more just about me not having enough attention. Yeah. You were worried about male narcissism. Yes. I mean, narcissism is... I mean, it's a disorder. I've got narcissistic personality disorder. That's true. That's a mental health thing. You can't just go brandishing your mental health in front of me when I've got my own problems. I've got... I'm a narcissist. Um, I is procrastinating a condition yet? Yeah, definitely. Go on. Um, I I'm, I am quite neurotic, 
but only in totally benign ways except when it's really bad um a friend posted a tweet the other day that i i was upset about for hours and hours even though i had no reason to be upset about it in fact that happens quite regularly excellent um to be fair sometimes i'll tweet and and it'll look innocuous enough but i tweet hoping that it's going to annoy you oh me yeah but you you never annoy me on twitter that i say i'm not trying hard enough am i well now that i know but you see this is that that's the thing this is like i've got a uh, sort of uh, schrodinger's heisenberg uncertainty principle cat mental health issues wasn't that wasn't no- that um uh, drawn and written by gilbert shelton yes yes it was i think uh, and narrated by Gilbert Gottfried. Um, I, <laughs> oh, I love Gilbert Gottfried. I, I'd really watch that. That'd be fantastic. Sorry. I, uh, I want my own. I really want my own Gilbert Gottfried. For what I'm feeling down. Everyone does. Yeah. And there's only one of him, it's unfortunately. But um, the, uh, the, the, the just knowing that you might sometimes try and wind me up on Twitter means that every single tweet you post now I'm going to be looking at it mm. fretting and in fact when you're not posting mm-hmm. I'm going to spend a lot of time thinking why does he hate me so much what's he going to post next see what I've done there is I, I haven't done that previously but now what I've done I've implanted the idea in your head so um, my work here is is done I can leave leave, leave for the leave, yeah, I can leave the podcast goodbye no, we've just literally got started. We've only no. every everyone knows that uh, every podcast takes at least eighty episodes yeah. to really build up steam. Yeah, then sort of peaks after about one hundred and twenty, and then you splutter on until two hundred and fifty. Yeah, yeah, and then and then you end it and yeah. come up with something new. Retcon it. Uh, at, at which point, uh, I guess we'd come back with two ancient men. Two very old, very ill men, and you won't be able to hear us over the sound of our respirators and various devices that go ping. Uh, so, so what other things? I mean, so we talk about uh, your mental health, yeah, and my mental health. Sometimes, uh, as has been evident in this episode, um, I, I feel like maybe I get a little bit. I've spent most of my life feeling a bit broken. And I've just realised that sometimes I might get a little bit competitive with you in the podcast. That's, that's true. We sometimes talk about... That's fine, because I'm um, confident to know that I'm always going to win. Yeah, We sometimes yeah, talk about retarded ejaculation. We talk about retarded ejaculation a lot. Actually, yeah. coming mm-hmm. is is generally a subject that we either circle or jump directly into quite often. Uh, listener, if you like coming, or sorry, not listener, listener of this podcast, that I'm just this is just in case this gets in, James. Okay. Uh, listener of the podcast that you're listening to, if people, if two men talking about coming and either coming too fast or not coming at all is your jam, your come jam, then mm. two grown men might be the podcast for you. Which reminds me, I, we don't have a sandwich toaster at the moment. That really bugs me. <laughs> Oh, you know. I, so you're talking about jam, but I was just immediately wondering what the hell it is you put in your sandwich toaster. Oh, come! I, yeah, I, yeah. You shouldn't do that because it um, no. it'll ruin the hot plate. It'll gum it up no it end. It will, yeah. I did a little, I did a little burp in my throat while mm-hmm. I was saying that bit before, but I think it was still good. So we might use it. Was it acidy um, or just foody? 
just it was just a tiny little like a bubble oh, right, of okay. in my um we talk about so we talk about uh uh or- orgasms mm-hmm. we talk about masturbating yeah i talk about masturbating quite a lot uh-huh. um we do talk about porn a little bit but not that much not much we have a tendency to accidentally crash into subjects like feminism well generally feminism that happens quite a lot um I'm happy to dance well, around the edge of it, looking slightly nervous. What else? Health. Just generally health. Because mm. we're both... I mean, I'm I'm uh, in the process of... I'm really feeling uh, entropy. Working it oh, yeah. itself on my body. And and you're having your own stuff going on. Mm. I, I wanted to tell you, if this were a normal episode, I would... Uh, mention to you how heart attacky I felt when I woke up this morning. Oh, I love that. Um, but it's not a normal episode, so we won't mm. dwell on that. And I, I, for a minute, I thought, well, this is it, isn't it? This is just how I'm going to be now. Every week, I'm going to wake mm. up worried I'm going to die right there. But I think it's just that there was too much salt on the chicken skin yeah. I ate, ate yesterday, and maybe I ate too much chicken skin. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Uh, there are people who think that any amount of chicken skin is too much. For me, it's about half a chicken. I don't like chicken skin at all. You might as well just... It's like a... It's, I, it's like tasteless gum. Really? Yeah. Tasteless gum or cum? Gum. Okay, cool. Um, What else? I mean, what else do we talk about? We talk about... We I, t- do I talk know. about music quite a lot. A little bit. Um... I don't know politics. Do, do we all? The, yeah, lots of that brand, Russell oh, Brand. No. About Russell Russell's brand, brand, and how much I like, like, how much I like him. And we talk about um, the socialists. Yeah, those socialists, those pesky, excitable. And, uh, wait a minute, yeah. you love them, don't you? Something like that. I don't know. We talk a lot about whatever whatever stressful thing seems to be happening on the internet at, at a given time. That happens. That's it. You know, we get sucked into that, so we talk about... That's normally my fault. Yeah. Um, and, and do you remember we used to talk about parenting quite a lot, actually? We did. Yeah. We did. I don't think, it, I don't think it's that we love our children less. Just we're, we're really good at it now. Yeah, yeah, we don't. There's not 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 an awful lot comes up. I tell you, I, um, mine mine virtually looks after itself now. It's brilliant. <laughs> the bunk bed. I do want to talk to you about the bunk bed at some point. Mm. Not now, um, but uh, I do want to talk to you about the bunk bed because I'm worried. Like Noah's half the age of Scarlett, yeah, and I worry about in two years him being able to get up on top of a a bunk bed. It seems precarious, but she does it like a little squirrel monkey. Scarlet, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. she's very comfortable with it. She it's loves up and down there like a. She loves her bunk bed. Did she show you her disco lights? She's very pleased with those. Yes. Yeah, they're very yes. good. She did. I um, we went in there, but she's at she's at that age where she she loves Noah for about maybe twenty five percent of the time. Uh-huh that we're round and then yeah. the rest of the time he's just a little kid who's getting in her stuff oh yeah totally which, which is totally the age that, she, age yeah. that she's at yeah. so I spent a bit of time in there and then Noah enjoyed her bed as well and 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 we had to leave we, we were escorted out really we Brilliant. were asked to leave the room no Good I don't stuff. think that's how it played out I think I was probably a bit panicky that he was going to fall off at some point fair enough 
I'm still very. I. I. Uh, he fell on his head in on my watch this week, and um, I don't even feel guilty about it anymore. No, it's no, like, they're right. When he was little, I'd have worried about it, but he's no, yeah. apparently no longer little, even though he still only comes yeah. up to my knees. No, it's fine. I have. I, I just. So, I don't worry about Scarlet at all anymore. Ever. No. Yeah. No, that's not true. <laughs> um. So I mean, okay, we're we're running out of time. I think. Thank God. So what else do we? What else? I mean, what would you say if there was one thing you'd say about uh, the podcast? What do we normally? Are we more funny? Or are we more depressing or informative? Or what are we really? We're changeable. Changeable. We're, listener, we're changeable. We are. Uh, And uh, I actually wrote something down. I wrote a a brilliant, this is, um, I'm going to deliver this properly and you can tell me if this works as a, as a a decent tagline, one of our, one of our taglines or slogans. Two grown men. At least five good minutes in every episode, or your money back. Oh yeah, no, that's excellent. Uh, the I mean, the shows do run about an hour long. Or we, so we I could, think we can. Pro- that's true. Or or we could say, um, uh, two grown men, welcome to um, uh, welcome to argument techniques one hundred and one. <laughs> I don't think. I think that that's an actual. If you advertise that, that's an actual podcast someone could do, isn't it? Pod- like an informative I, podcast. I think you should do it. You you coined the phrase. You amused the hell out of me today. I've never like, heard anyone. I've never heard anyone crit- critique someone's argument technique before. It was, it was magnificent. I was so happy with it. Well, I mean, maybe if I'd met the love of my life when I was twelve. I wouldn't have had to learn about these things. But out in the wide world, James, there are definitely techniques that people definitely use. Argument technique, though. It's like, I remember the Romans obviously used to study, um, uh, used to study, uh, what was it, um, rhetoric. But the idea of, I, why isn't it taught? Why isn't arguing taught? I think they, they, because debate's not the same thing. Arguing. Like, at what point do you go to the, oh, fuck you! <laughs> What point do you go to that? If you're good, you never go to that point. Okay. Uh, uh, right. So, you can listen to all previous episodes of uh, Two Grown Men, and this one again, if you want to, at <laughs> Two Grown Men, <laughs> at Two Grown Men dot net. Uh, you can also uh, listen to us and subscribe at uh, any of your podcatchers of choice. If you find a podcatcher that you've chosen and we're not on it, I'd like to know about it. And if you want to let us know about that, you can email us at 2gmpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, yeah. How many, how, how many episodes do you think it's going to be before that's not a question? <laughs> I don't think that's ever going to happen. No. It's in my nature. Um we're uh, James and I are both on Twitter. I'm at Nick Sight N I X S I G H T. You James is you can find me James M O M B. That's us, and uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at Two GM Pod. Uh, thank you for listening, listener. I got a hole in my jeans. Have you? Yeah. Is it letting in water? No, it's, it might let out one of my balls in a minute. No. Yeah, no, you can't just let out one of your balls. It's a good pair of jeans as well. It's a good pair of balls. Yes, true. Um, oh, and uh, if you're listening to this uh, as an advert, that's that. No, I'm not going to be able to cut anything sensible out of that. Yeah, no problem. Listen to two grown men. We've got all the chat about stuff. 
Yeah, we we're current. Uh, as long as the current affairs you're interested in are what's going on in our lives, I, I've I've uh, I've got it. Hey, are you middle aged and a bit depressed? Then you'll love two grown men. <laughs> Golden, nailed it. Golden, they are. Uh, shall we go? Yeah, go on. <laughs> Good night, mate. Bye. Bye.